Music is the Drug, the Cowboy Junkies podcast. I'm Dave Bowler, and I write the biography of Cowboy Junkies, Music is the Drug. We're going back to 2005 today, and a song from early 21st century blues. It's a cover of George Harrison's Isn't It a Pity, which was released originally on his All Things Must Pass album. Early 21st century blues featured a couple of original songs and some cover versions, all tied together around an anti-war and anti-violence theme. As Michael Timmons explains, isn't it a pity fit perfectly into the concept? Well, for twenty first century blues, we you know the 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 the, uh, the 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 idea was to everybody to bring in songs that were you know anti, just not well anti war generally, but anti violence, anti um, well anti violence. You know, um, it was supposed to be an anti war record, but from the point of view of you know of, of anti violence and. Um, so this song to me, and I think Mark, I, I know Margo brought this in, you know, she, she had suggested it and, you know, it's such a, it, and it fits perfectly into the, it, it brings it all down to the personal, right. To the, the one-on-one relationship or, or, you know, how, how, how we deal with each other. It's, it's very plain in the, in the, in the lyric and, you know, it, I mean, isn't it a pity, isn't it a shame how we break each other's hearts and cause each other pain. That's that kind of, that kind of uh, sums it all up. Um, so it fit, it fit in perfectly with with that record and that, that record's themes, and it's such a great song. And you know, chord wise and musically, it's an amazing song. I mean, well outside of anything that we write or that I write. And uh, so it was great to learn it and to try and figure it out. And uh, we played it for a long time, and and I think we we finally got a, playing it really great. I think live, we got it. We've got some we've got some nice recordings of it. I think it's on the live at Liverpool um, DVD. It's a nice version of it, and then and then, and then we dropped it, and we haven't played it live in a long time. It's the sort of song that we really would have to really rehearse a lot to get back up because because it's so it's very complex for us in terms of its cording and how and and the dynamic of it, and and also it it needs a little bit of a bigger band I think to make it really work, which which on that live at Liverpool, you know, Yarrow's in the band at that point too, so it's really nice. It gets us he he, he gives it a beautiful. Um, you know, Yarrow's melancholy vibe is, is so perfect for this song. So, yeah, I really, I really love the recording of it, and I, it's a fantastic song. It was interesting to have um, Yarrow back to, to record on this and, and, and to play on it on that tour. I suppose the problem when he's in the group is, it, it, particularly live, it forces you to play a certain kind of repertoire, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. You know, Yarrow, Yarrow's most amazing um Musician, in terms of the fa- the idea that he, he you know he, he he's he's all about evoking emotion out of his, his instrument, and um, it's really one you know it's 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 that melancholy and he's so he was so great on you know, you know on Trinity and for some of the song, Caution versus songs, and then you know really to break away from that vibe and to add different textures to our songs and our repertoire we kind of had to not use Yarrow because as soon as you put him on there it sort of goes in a direction. Um, so we brought him back for this tour and, um, 
So we were able to play a few, you know, bring some of those songs back and, and also rearrange a few songs around him. But yeah, you can only, you can only sort of do, I mean, he's great at the very spacey droney stuff. He's also great at the very sad ballady stuff. And, you know, then he could walk off stage, but it's, 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 he, he doesn't like doing that. He likes to be on stage. It's hard for him to be on and off. He, you know, he gets, sort of gets into the, into a mindset and into, into a focus and he likes just to stay in that focus. So, um, he's not an easy uh, character to, to tour with and, and he finds it hard to tour as well. So, um, but yeah, when he plays, it's, it's really beautiful. Yeah, yeah, we did that. You know, he, we'd use them every now and then, every few years. And uh, yeah, it's always it's always fun seeing Arrow and playing with him. It's one of those instruments for sure that um, you know, like a banjo, for instance, is another one, or a saxophone or something. You know, very distinct uh, sounds that um, are hard to blend into uh, into things if you're not using them all the time. You know, if it's not part of your sound, and you and you try to bring it in, it's it just pops out so you have to be you have to use it carefully Yarrow's presence adds a spacey sense to this version as Alan Anton says the song ended up taking on a Pink Floyd feel yeah yeah I think that's where that's kind of where it ended up because we're also working on um, the Pink Floyd song at the same time us and them I mean yeah it's, it's actually very similar in a way you know um, the chords on that the Richard Wright keyboard chords are um very similar to the to the George Harrison stuff, so that's probably where that came from. We were doing that, and you know, just we'd, we'd rehearse those songs together, and so they both ended up in that kind of Pink Floydy vibe. Margot Timmins brings a typically stunning performance to the song, and, as Alan points out, that was a major reason behind its selection for the album in the end. Yeah, that w- that one was, I remember we we all forgot about that song. We forgot that song existed, because we hadn't listened to it in a long time. And it's not the song kind of song that's on the radio a lot, you know, it's just, you have to, you have to look for it. So yeah, when it was suggested, we, and we tried it, we just loved the, um, the vocal melody, so beautiful on it. And I think we struggled a bit to figure out how to how to do the instrumental version parts on it, you know, around the, that vocal melody. It wasn't very easy for for us to figure out. There are a lot of odd chords and you know almost a jazzy kind of feel to it. And we're trying to you know not not interfere with the with the great melody, great vocal thing. So it took us a while to get there, but I think it worked in the end. No. 
when you look at George Harrison, that period sort of 68 to 71, it's an incredible outpouring of stuff. Oh God, it's amazing. Eh? I mean, you, you realize that, I mean, it really, it's really hammered home when, when you watch that get back documentary and, um, you know, you realize, God, George, leave the band. <laughs> like you, you don't, you've got so much, you've got so much pent up now. Just get the hell out of there. You know, like these, these two hacks, Lennon and McCartney are holding you back, <laughs> you know, like, like, come on. Um, and yeah, and then you realize yeah, that outpouring, yeah, like just, I mean, just, just all things must pass basically is three, three albums. And there's so many brilliant songs on it. And, um, and also the few songs that are, that are sprinkled into the, the late Beatle catalog too. You, you put all those songs together and it's like, holy shit, like that's, that's quite a catalog and, and, and like spectacular songs and really unusual, you know, chords and stuff you know just just unusual music you know they're 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 way more complex than you think and uh when you try and play them you go wow this is this is pretty outside stuff so yeah pretty great it's always the quiet one that you've got to watch we'll be back next week but in the meantime you can get all the details about ordering the band's new album such ferocious beauty at cowboyjunkies.com you can watch the videos for what i lost and hard to build, easy to break there as well. You can even buy Music is the Drug, the band's authorised biography, from there too. The Junkies are back on the road with tour dates coming up all across North America in the next few months. Keep on checking the website for news of those shows. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, like it, share it, add reviews, and do all those social media things which help spread the word. We're really grateful for all of your support. If you're a Spotify user, you can follow our growing podcast playlist too. All the details of that and everything else is in the show notes. We'll see you next week. Isn't it?